Welcome to Car Talk Sunday Kickback. It's me, Matty J, in online, back in isolation, and with Rizzy Ross, Patrick. Um, Adrian's popping on very shortly. How are you guys? What's going on? Uh, yeah, but back back in it. Yeah, just just um, just trying to not get you know caught up by the police. Trying trying not to get COVID, Rizzy Ross. That's the big one. Trying to get trying to get a. Trying not to get COVID. We're, we're, we're ducking and weaving, boys. I think that's I think that's the big issue at the moment. Yeah, just trying to um, yeah, trying to get away from the uh, northern north side variant. <laughs> I meant UK. Sorry. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. In, in, in other words, the north side variant. Adam Ward and Risi Kung say uh, good afternoon, gents. But Marty from MCM has jumped on and has said, "What's up, fellas? What's going on with you, Marty? Good to see you, man. Welcome to the show." Facebook always tells me when you are. <laughs> yes, we are back in lockdown. Us, us Melburnians, not fun. Adam, we should be happy. He's 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 out of lockdown now, but we've we've been put in a snap lockdown, and we are we are struggling here in 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 uh in kind of lockdown. But um, not much we can do. But we can still talk cars, still have a bit of a chat. Broken cars everywhere too, says Marty. <laughs> Marty, we need we need to see that that Jimmy back on the road. Uh, that's that's a car I'm, I'm definitely keen to see. Broke them all last year. <laughs> need to fix them. <laughs> uh, well, we keen to see them all all done, all on the road, all uh, all fixed. Patrick, what's happening with you, my man? Stuff in Hi, your face. <laughs> <laughs> my mind's blue nugget. Sorry, bro. Um, not too mad. You know, like in lockdown, uh, obviously can't do much. Um. Yeah, cars, not too much. Updates, pretty much the same. Uh, hit 130,000 Ks, though. So, cars going pretty strong. As bravo expected. to the Mazda, bravo. As expected of the Mazda. Um, so, you're going to service it soon. But, um, no, man, pretty much, yeah, just at home, not doing much. I should, uh, to be fair, I have been looking for um, somewhere around to get a service and everything in detail, cut and polish for my car. So, uh yeah, I'm just looking around, but otherwise, yeah, just that's it pretty much. Same old. Um, Marty's got a question to you. He's like, Is he legit e- eating uh, eating Macca's nuggets? Absolutely, he is. <laughs> it's on a Macca's tray as well. <laughs> you want some Marty? Calm down, calm down. Free for every more for everyone to join. Don't worry. Um, so he's also like, He's legit got nothing to drive except for the K truck, which is loaded full of rubbish at the moment. Um, but it's a K truck. You can take it anywhere. That's that's the whole point of the K truck, Marty. I, I'm I I love a K truck. I know Rizzy Ross like likes a K truck. He's uh he's he's keen for one. Patrick Marty's like he's so impressed that you're <laughs> that you're eating nuggets. Um, it's it's he's a multitasker, Marty. He's a multitasker. This is this is why we've had him on the show recently because he can multitask. He can eat nuggets and and talk cars. It's it's that's, it's, it's well, this time, usually he goes to the Ghani's or uh, Brunetti's, one of the twos. One of the twos. But this time he hasn't been to Brunetti's in Terminal 4 in Melbourne Airport. Yeah. That's why he had to get express delivery with Maccas. <laughs> no, no, trust me. As a liver growing up in the northern suburbs, you're going to do a few things over time, you know, as you grow up. So multitasking is a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, we're stuck in the northern suburbs, Patty. Uh, we're not... We're not um... We're not, we're not really doing uh, the best down here. But he's, Marty's got a question for you. Are you a sweet chili or mustard type, of, uh, type dude for your sauce? What do you got? Sweet and sour, brother. No, nothing sour. Else. no other substitute, sweet and sour. So uh, <laughs> next time, if we ever see you in the street, Marty, and I have some, always carry sweet and sour with me, especially in my car. You never know. So uh, 
If I ever see her, I'll be sure to give you, give you one. <laughs> That's on top of the hummus. Yeah, really? oh, 100%. But he even responds with, um, you know, uh, kafta and, and tabuli. You know, you you, you got you to have, have those two, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, like, come to my house. Come to my mom. will look after you. Don't worry. Kafta, tabuli, everything. Lachme, everything. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> but just to reiterate, this this guy, you, you drive around with uh, sweet and sour sauce, mate. You you, 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 you you never know. You never know when you might eat you it. You literally never know. You know, sometimes, you know, you're going through, you know, different fast foods and whatnot or wherever, you know, with the boys you're cruising around. And you get to a joint, you have some chips, you get some nuggets from wherever elsewhere, and you want you're feeling a bit saucy. You want to add some extra, you know, some spice in your life. You know, you just open the glove box, bang, you know, two, three packets, won't hurt. Doesn't matter how long you've been in there, just you know, open the packet, crack one with the boys, and you know, off you go. Bob's your uncle. Um, he's also <laughs> got a he's also got for you, uh, he says, I have a I have a clip on Macca sauce holder that uh, I've, I've got a clip on Macca sauce holder that goes into your vent. It's like one of those air freshener thingies that so that you don't spill your your sauce. You know he's he's got it he's got it set up for you, Patrick. Like it, oh. you, you need one of these, mate. You need one of these. Send it through, mate. What what are you what are you hogging it for? Send it through, mate. Sharing is caring. <laughs> That's why they call it a share pack. <laughs> Brett's uh, Brett Swain's like I've got a Macca's fries holder from Japan. That's sick. That That's would be a sick mod. Uh, Marty Car Mods eat your heart out with, with one of those and Marty responds with someone threw a Maggie shake at my car about 20 years ago no uh, it went through it went through his back window into his mate's lap and the whole thing stunk like uh, like a thick shake for, for months especially on a hot day ugh yuck um, <laughs> but Brett Swain has sent us a uh, an image of what that that fries holder looks like so if for, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, uh, you can check on our Facebook page where the comments section is. You'll find all these all, all these uh, comments and the Brett Swain uh, dedicated chip chip uh, fries. So genuine JDM stuff because we all know JDM stuff pulls a premium at the moment uh, in COVID tax. Says the uh, says the world that's that's charging six hundred grand for thirty four GDRs, but that's another story. <laughs> but yeah. That would have stunk, Marty. That would have ruined your car. What car was that in, Marty? By the way, uh, was, it, was that in like one of your older Jimmys or something that you had? That'd be interesting to find it because if it was, oh, was I went through a cheeseburger. My mate's Commodore. He was not happy about that. <laughs> no, don't be sorry for spamming the comments, uh, Marty. This is uh, this is this is what the Sunday kickbacks for. It's it's all to take the questions from the audience. The to have, to have you know have a have a laugh. It's just it's 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 more shits and gigs than than anything. Uh, we're we're going to get to car of the week very shortly, where, where we find nuggets for ten grand or less. Try find the best one and vote. So, um, Rizzy Ross, we'll get to your car updates in a second. But he also asked, "Hey, what are the best uh, cheap cars to modify from the last ten to fifteen years?" Good question. Good question. Depending on price range, cheap cars. I mean, everyone's price, cheap price can can vary. Ten to fifteen years. That rules under twenty, under, under twenty, even like just say if we're talking cheap, depending like I said, how much. If we're talking, just say I don't know if you consider under twenty grand cheap of the last ten years. Um, as I was looking before earlier, um, now even like the Fiesta or Focus STs, you know, if you only little money and they they go hard. Mm-hmm. They're weapons of them. Uh, first car two to ten k. That is a great question. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, or yeah, under twenty k. So yeah, Fiesta ST for me would would definitely be up there. I, I love those cars; they are hilarious fun to drive. 
in terms of like that hot hatchery from the mid nineties, Corolla Sportivo, uh, you know, uh, the one Patrick's your, your brother's got hilarious and it just revs to a million RPM and, and it, it sounds good while doing it. Bit of a nugget, bit fun, definitely cool. 100%. Uh, first, I mean, first cars we're talking, uh, you could probably get a, you could probably get a Megane, something like, like a 225, mm. you know, one of those big ass rear ones. Uh, which which they handle quite well. Parts wise, not the most easiest thing to get for, but still not not too bad. Uh, what else do you guys thinking for the last ten years, ten or fifteen years? So hot hatch could be anything. Um, so um, thinking sort of JDM, the Galant VR4s. If we get one of them through, um, I I don't know. Everything else has got the JDM and uh, Mighty Car Mods tax on it. <laughs> that's what everybody's saying they, they want oh, everything inverted, inverted covers Japanese stuff he asked so yeah Corolla Sportivo uh, they did make a Turbo Sportivo I think there was like 150 of them made or five, yeah the, um, the, the older shape gold, gold the, one old ones yeah they are quite a quite a rare car I like a Swift Sport you know in 1600 with the manual it's just awesome, awesome fun great little car if we're talking Japanese Thing is with, with Japanese cars from like the you know that 10 15 years ago period, like it was kind of like a shift where they had really good cars in the 90s and, er, and early 2000s, and in the middle 2000s, they kind of it kind of just dulled out. But uh, you know, I, I've driven a, a called Euro, I reckon them with a manual is a great first car, and and um, you know, they're, they're quite tunable. K24, lovely car to drive, really like just really, really like them, them in, in general. Um, Rally Art, yes, thank you, Brett. That's a great one. Rally Art Colt, I was that was on the next on my list. They are cheap and they are quite uh, affordable. Marty's like my mate had a turbo one, cheap made uh, made 130 kilowatts on ethanol, 1.6 Swiss sport. That's 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 not bad. Uh, he's he's like Marty's like I also had a Rally Art Colt, basically a Euro car. Fair enough. Uh, everyone said they were like a mini Evo at the time, but a lot of people said that wasn't as true as what they were making it out to be. Uh, Japanese cars in terms of 10 to 15 years. What else do we think, boys? Because I'm thinking, like again, like Corolla Sportivo, but I'm also thinking um, more possibly sedans at this point. Uh, Mazda 6 MPS, they are mm. awesome. I love those cars a lot. Yes, they do have ch- timing chain issues. What about the um, uh, the Altessa, the Triple S Bluebirds, the, the input, the ja- Japanese input? I see, I've saw one on Gumtree pop up for 65 SR20 um, DET all wheel drive. I think same, I think same running gear out of the GTIR. And they came out of a sedan, and I think I know they're only a the Japanese import, but um, you could pick them up for well over under ten grand. I've seen pop up for six. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm. Uh, that's that's a good one. Um, again, getting yeah, the blue bads. He says so. Sorry, now uh, IS two hundred, IS three hundred. I love an IS three hundred. Unfortunately for us Aussies, we didn't get them as a manual here, which sucked because I would have bought one. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, um, Mazda 6 MPS, if you're looking at Liberty B4 or G- Liberty GT, the B4s had that massive turbo lag between the two gears. But Scotty, who comes on the show, has got a, got a got one of those, but with a single turbo conversion, and it's so much better. It's oh, hella close. Yeah, it's, it hits hard earlier in the earlier ranges, definitely, for sure. Yeah, it, it go, it's it's uh, supposed to be how it should it should have been, how it, how it came out, that car. But yeah, a Lib GT, me with a with a Foz <laughs> for that turbocharged Foz life. But what about it? What about a, a, the um the first gen, the BK three uh, MPS? Absolutely, absolutely. B, BK MPS. 
but they are they are a fast car. <laughs> they are a quick car. Like uh, my cousin James, excuse coming from many times, has he had one. Now he's got the BL MPS, and that BK it used to freaking hammer. Like I was like, this is a genuinely fast car. Um, considering that I went in XR5 turbos and 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 even Focus STs, and and the MPS still felt quicker. Like it was a quick. It was a they were a damn quick car. So yeah, fast fast car, cool car to cool car to own, which 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 was. Uh, and they, and they still look good, and they're they're pretty unassuming. They're not like your your standard um, you know, Ford uh, Tangerine screen <laughs> in an ST. Uh, Marty's like had one of them too. Twin Turbo Valley of Death, it was called that. <laughs> that low in the middle. Rizzy Ross, well, what do you think then on, on your on your on your end? Uh, well, probably not hot hatch or anything. Impressives, like the impress. Yeah. It's from. Uh, late 2000, what, 8, 9, 10 to probably yep. 12. You can pick them up for under 10 grand. Um, you know, there's still some mods you can do to them. Obviously, it uh, doesn't have the legendary status as the as the Forester that oh. the main man's got. Stand back. Um, you know, Yoshi spec. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we, it's not that, but it's, it, it, comes, it comes close. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, we've spoken about this in the past on the show that over the last 10 to 15 years, there was quite a bit of a lull of just stuff not there anymore. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, I would, if I could find a late model Sirion GTI, um, you know, the, the, the Daihatsu, I'd, I'd be looking at one of those. The, the GTVI, yeah? Okay. Uh, GTVI, that's the one. You, you had a Sirion, huh? You had a Sirion, didn't you? Yeah, a three-cylinder, not not the GTV, the standard three-cylinder, one-liter um, beast. It was a beast, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. Apart from that, yeah, I, I love my K cars, Copen, if I can find one, but I don't know if you can get them under ten grand. Um, and would love, uh, um, well. That's not recent. I was thinking of a mighty boy, but anyway, yeah. So the the some of the recent Daihatsu's would be pretty cool. What what about a, what about an NC uh, MX Five? Because they're they're quite cheap now. NCs are like nothing. They're worth jack shit. So right. which is which is quite surprising. I thought mm. uh, like especially because NAs and NBs are so expensive now, makes no sense as to how they got how they got so cheap. We are joined by Adrian. How you doing, Adrian? Hello, sunshines. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Uh, we're, talk- we're talking Marty from MCM currently about cheap cars from 10 to 15 years ago. So, oh. um, Hello, Marty. How are you? He's asked, he's asked the question, so, we, so we're, we're answering that for, uh, for him. I was going to say, if you really, like, you, you're, not probably, you're probably not going to get a, um, an XR6 Turbo for that cheap anymore, but what you can get is probably the most memed car ever, an AU Falcon. Uh, and I think, yeah. <laughs> no, hang on a second. You can get, get a an manual, XR6. If you get a manual VCT with the IRS, that's actually not a bad drive. They they, they drive well. You yeah. can so get XR6 drive. turbos. Uh, not completely munted ones. You're not going to get a no. As in, like BA XR6 turbos, you can get for about the give or take anywhere between five to ten grand, depending on condition. Oh, um, and then. Up. And then your BFs, you, you can get between that 10 to 15. I, I've been looking at the market because I want to sell my ute. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, you, you can get them. And 
look, to be honest with you, if you get one that's been taken care of, they can be quite a reliable car. Yeah, they're not bad at all. And quick. Um, I was speaking to the awesome guys from Blue Power, and um, they were saying to me, if you get a BF, you put the Bosch 1000 CCs into it, um, the Warborough fuel pump, you're talking 300 kilowatts just there with a tune. Yeah, they don't take much. No, it doesn't take much at all. But in terms of like Japanese stuff from that era, like they, they had a bit of a lull, didn't they? Like they were, the only really fast things were like a Mazda 3 slash 6 MPS, uh, Liberty Turbo, WRXs, Evos. But Evos you can't get for 15 grand. You, yeah. just, you, you, you can actually it. get Marty's favorite car as well. Which, which like, is? Uh, under the 10 grand mark. <laughs> which is? <laughs> the Nissan NX. <laughs> but from, but that's too old from 10 to 15 years ago you had an NX and you mounted it I blew the motor yes I just had to do that I don't yeah. know there's, there's not much around anymore no there, there really isn't from that from that era that was kind of cool and first car and nuggety Rizzy Ross updates with you my man what's happening with you nothing much I guess in the last week or so um, just well I mentioned I got the car service the week before I just uh, saw a discounted uh, engine oil at super cheap. So I thought I'd pick up two for the next two services. <laughs> uh, but apart from that, no, not, nothing new on mine, my man. Yeah, that's good, man. Adrian, what's happening with you? Spent a lot of time and effort on my sister's uh, Golf, the R32. Uh, yes. Um, we've changed the brakes. I extremely hate European cars after that. <laughs> oh, they're just a pain. Like to change the brakes, you're gonna get a specific wind out uh, wind out tool for the piston. Then you need the spline tool, which is a triple square spline that allows you to actually take the brake carrier off the rear. And I'm just like, why? Just bolts. Have they never heard of just a normal hex bolt? Like, so much easier. Well, you are playing with a Vag product, and they are known to be a little bit... Busy. Yeah. Oh, I forgot... Dude, I forgot, I forgot a car for, like, for that question. 350Zs, or Z. They're, like, cheap as. Like, they're, like, dead set, probably the best sports car you can buy for, like, no money at all. Yes, they sound like ass, But you, you find one with the track pack and, you know, a manual and Brembo's, and, yeah, they're quite a good car. Like, I... I really rate them. They drive really well. My cousin had a 350 with the, the track pack, and yeah, definitely like the and convertible and all. It's a fun car to drive, man. They go hard for for a V6. You know, as, as much shit as we give them, how much they they sound like crap and blah blah blah. Paint to work on it. They you got you can't deny they go, man. And yeah. for and for what you're, and it's back to, as you're saying, what you're paying for, you can't really complain because what else can you get in that market for that much power in a compact? You can't. Man. You can't. That they are like that cheap sports car. I mean, you can get a Z a Z four. You can get a BMW Z four. Um, yeah, but you get it. You're buying a BMW. Says the guy that's got an M three E forty six. That's broken always. No, so. it's working at the don't. It's working at the moment. Um. All right. So, so your sister's car's been giving you crap. Have you? Did it come with a roadworthy that car? No. Uh. No, it's just like in all seriousness, it's just small stuff there's not a lot of um big issues that are coming out of it which is good yeah it's just it's just been interesting finding what what's it called the uh the archaeology automotive archaeology yeah Yeah, automotive archaeology of this car 
it, it is just nuts. So, well, I'll didn't you have a friend that's a VW specialist told you not to buy it? Y- yeah. And then you yeah. went completely against it. No, 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 hang on a second. No, no, no. I said, don't buy it. And then my sister's like, no, I love this car. I want to buy it. So I'm like, oh, all right, fair, fair enough. Like, you, you do you. And then I get stuck fixing everything. So, oh, jeez. Uh, so was it an automatic, Adrian? Yes. Oh, it's right. It's the DSG. It's got the, I think it's a stage two tune or something like that on it. Right. Fine. Like, there's not really any issues with the way it shifts. There's no issues with the way it drives. What is year is it? First. Uh, 2006. Oh, right. As... Um... Has your sister heard of Morris Blackburn? No, why? <laughs> They're actually doing a class action against uh, Volkswagen and Skoda products. There you go. So That's she might want to jump on that class action. What's it for? Well, for their dodgy transmissions and their and the fact yeah. that they won't claim anything back. I and if you take it to them, it's the way you drive, not the way the car's driving. <laughs> I think that's for the newer ones. Uh, not that old. <laughs> yeah. Well, from what? I was getting told by my mate. It's <laughs> all like the 1.4s in the, I think it's Mark 6 and the Mark 7s. Right, but it is a DSG box though. Is it? Is it? I don't know. I'm I don't know. He said to me that it wasn't the DSG. So okay. It was the other one. So I'm like, all right. Oh, I'm Triptronic, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, this guy's all right. It, it's not quick in any way. It's loud. Um, it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, honestly, it's not that bad. After we did the brakes, I got to bend the brakes in properly, um, which I love doing. And <laughs> in doing that, it's just like, yeah, I can see why a lot of people do like these. Uh, Is it quicker than, drive, Is it quicker than your car? Pardon? Is it quicker than your car? No. Hmm. I made sure of that already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's not quicker than mine, but it's 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 a quick little car. Like it's fine. No, I'm, I'm uh, sure I'm sure it would be quick. And unfortunately, I, I do understand why Marty, uh, not Marty, Moog is the way that he is with the whole vagina scene. It's addictive. It's addictive. It is addictive. You can get stage thirty-seven tunes and yeah, that's you know, exactly it. Stage four thousand intakes and well, yeah, after I got out of the R thirty-two, I was just like, oh, now I need to go get myself a Mark seven point five Golf R. I need a stage sixty-four tune, a stage eighty-four turbo, a stage <laughs> like you know two hundred um, DSG box. Is a trade he's left in this, and I, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm never jumping into the Japanese car again. Until I get like somewhere where I can properly store it, I will never own a Japanese car. See, again. you're just after a world of hurt. Come to the Japanese no. side. They're great cars. No, because every time I jump into a Japanese car, it gets broken into or stolen. Right. So, um, you need a tracker. You need yeah. a cha- you need a podcast. That that, 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 that does GPS. stop them from breaking in. SolarGPS.com. Yeah, get that. That's exactly. Uh... And then again, Adrian, I think, you know, like obviously we know you're a man that loves fast cars and I don't think there is a supercar that Nissan makes that might be compatible with your requirements. Well, that, that's um, exactly Because the GDR, it. clearly it's it not a supercar. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a supercar. Definitely not. It's, a, it's, it's an old Datsun and that, we're going to leave that at that. But eventually... 
We'll see how. So I was, I was speaking to um to to some listeners of the show, and one in particular <laughs> on Instagram, I've been having a having a good good chat with, and he uh, <laughs> he said, and I asked him what what was his favorite episode so far because he, he's he, he's listened to every episode, um, and his, his name. Oh, I haven't even listened to every episode. So, so 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 thank you Nathan for listening to all all the episodes. But he says when I asked him what his favorite episode was, and I quote, uh, "I'll get to it." Uh, he's like, "Where was it?" Uh, one of my favorite uh, was the argument with Adrian about the sky with, with the R thirty five being as not being a supercar. This <laughs> is not. I don't well, give a shit what anybody says. It's not a supercar. Okay, well, I'll let, I'll let you have that one, but it's uh, I don't agree with you. But actually, anyway. let, let's. I don't want any arguments tonight with you, all right? But one car I saw on the road yesterday, and I was like, "Oh damn, I haven't seen one of these in a very long time." Mm-hmm. Master Six MPS. Yeah, we we're just talking about those like about like three minutes ago. Yeah, I I haven't seen one on the road in a very long time, just because there wasn't that many of them. But yeah, there, there was a kid that was learning to drive in an MPS. Oh, that's a good way to look. Nice. That's a, they're a great car. I'm, I'm going to get one of those one day. Like I'm, I'm that, well, that's, and, and add it to your 15 car collection. That you're absolutely. Using. Why the hell not? Because it's a cool <laughs> car. There's nothing wrong with a with a with a good car collection, Adrian. No, but it means you're going to drive them. I, I do drive. I was driving. I've been no, driving. Like, every time I ask you, they're always asleep. Well, he's been driving the Benz. That's right, because you broke till you got one. That's that's what they say. That's, that's what Rick Ross says. Or you oh. broke when you've got one. <laughs> this is also true. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's well. just a German car thing. <laughs> but like, okay, I can't drive six cars at once, Adrian. But I I alternate them. Brett Swain's like I discovered the Mazda Six was a liftback. Yeah, the early ones were. You could get them as a you could get them as a liftback, which was actually pretty cool. If they if they would have made a liftback MPS, oh my life would have been complete. Anthony's like. He saw a Spencer 6 MPS last week when he was driving around. So underrated. Absolutely. They are. Did they you pull are, them over? <laughs> no, I would have loved that. I would have just, just, just checked out the car. And, uh, um, I, I have driven, I've driven two Spencer 6 MPSs and they are, they have always surprised me how well they drive. And I'm like, why do we buy anything else? Like, like uh, of that era, like why, why would we, why would we have bought, you know, anything else? Because they are, they well built, they, they go hard and they, and, and they, they're quite nice to drive. So, yeah, uh, Brett Swain's like a not a normal sedan boot. Yeah, they they had like a normal back and you could put seats down and yeah, they're really really cool those 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 um that that early gen Mazda six. That was that was like for me Mazda's resurgence. Yes, they had the RX eight, which is another car you can get for cheap. But if you're if you don't have big pockets, don't. And if you don't know how to maintain a rotary, don't. But <laughs> it depends on which one you get. Because wasn't it after the series two or whatever it was, they fixed up the issues that. Well, they fixed up some. They didn't fix up all the issues. They fixed up some. With the Rotary, regardless, you still you still need money to maintain it. If you're not, because I have a mate that has an RX Seven Series Two, um, and he thrashes it, and I ask him, hey, you you know, you're still changing the oil regularly? Do you pre? He doesn't even pre-mix. So I'm like, and then he, you got it because he doesn't have money. He literally can't afford it. And if you if you can't afford, it, you know, the, as much as I love Rotaries, they're not going to last. <laughs> that's how it is. Well, and that's that's the thing, like. When people see like other people that have rotaries, they all like, why are they always thrashing them? Why, why is it always on red line? Well, that's the way you're gonna drive them, unfortunately. Yeah, so yeah, they, they actually do yeah. last. Yeah, you, you have to. It, 
because from 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 all accounts, they suffer from carbon build up quite bad. Mm, so you you got to really you need to rip them out. Yeah, you need to rip them out. You got to ring the necks from time to time just to. This guy. I think that was, I think that was the <clears throat> I think that was a big issue with the the RX8 it was because mm. it was it was quite an affordable rotary. And people yeah, that but... people that bought them didn't drive them like a rotary. They just drove. <laughs> no, it. it wasn't just that. It was also because of the oil squirters. It had one big one instead of. Uh, I think it was supposed to have three smaller ones, um, just so that it get the proper oil lubrication. Mm. And that's the whole reason that yeah, the series one RX eights weren't the best. I mean, I've I've seen them do over 160,000 k's without needing an engine rebuild. Like I've driven one that's mm. one in a car, uh, 160 odd thousand k's, never been rebuilt. It's probably close, but it's still driven. Drove all had plenty of power up top anyway, and they're, they're not really talky down low, and it still drove okay. Uh, as, as I said, it's you know again a luck of the draw, but I also think you know it's they were they were targeted as like a cool sport, a unique sports car with a with a rotary engine. But not everybody knew how to drive a rotary. Like for example, uh, James is one of his good friends had a had, had a series one RX eight, real clean one, like mint. And he started in his garage just to move it to to bring out his other car, and he turned he turned the RX eight off and turned it back on, and it wouldn't start because it flooded. Um, so they had to like he had to take out the plugs, just run the car, basically just deflood it, and then start it up again and, and put it back in. So yeah. Like it's it's those little things that, that you need to know if you're owning a car like that. Whereas you know that they'll say, oh yeah, Series One RX eights are shit or RX eights are crap in, in general. No, they're not. They're actually quite a good car. Uh, they're just not really known, uh, and people don't know how to maintain them, or people don't really know how to really respect them and 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 understand how they work. Now, if you're buying, if you if you're in the RX eight game, like rotary game, like everybody that I've spoken that's had rotaries, you know, like RX sevens, RX threes, whatever it is. They even joke around like it's a rotary. It's it's you're gonna pay. You gotta have to pay money to keep it going because it's it's just just how the game is. But you know if you expect if you accept that and you know they're a phenomenal car. They're they're great to drive and uh, I still think the RX8 is probably the one of the most hated cars in the world. But it's probably one of the most misunderstood cars in the world because of because of that reason. I agree. Yeah, that's along with the AU Falcon. Yep. Are you fucking for the win? As we know, the best car in the world. Aussie engineering at its finest, right there. I'm sorry, you can't beat it. No, you're very, you're all very wrong. But as I said, I don't want to argue. I'm not going to argue. Uh, it's good that you don't argue, Mister Mister Adrian. But uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see. Um, how how cheap RX eight is on there? I, I remember I could have bought an RX eight like probably a couple of years ago for like thirteen hundred bucks with a blown motor, <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, that's I how they came out of the factory. <laughs> oh jeez! But it, it it was like it was a real mint one. It had the full um the red and black leather interior with, uh. with the with the uh, it, was, it was red. It was mint. Like it, it just ticked over a hundred thousand Ks, and it said you know engine gone, need to rebuild or replace. It was like it was like sixteen hundred bucks or thirteen hundred bucks. I can't remember how much it was. It was thirteen hundred for memory, and I was like, "Oh!" And it was up online for ages too. It was on car sales. I'm like, yeah. oh, "I'm thinking I should get any." And it was a one owner car. It looked mint, and um, I was like, "Oh, yeah, maybe." But I was at that at that time. I was you know I was paying for, uh, you know, houses and and all sorts of things. So I wasn't able to get it. But looking back now, I'm like, if I would have bought that, held onto it, put a put a new motor or rebuild that motor in it. Yeah, it'd be a cracking drive. It'd be, mm. it'd be real fun. It'd be and, fun. And, and it'd be, yeah, and as we all know, rotaries do sound awesome. So, yeah, definitely up for that. 
like you were saying earlier, it depends. Like the right type of owner would appreciate it and would know what to do and sort of would take it to a specialist if something does go wrong. The problem is most of the people that are buying in second hand now are either buying them for the looks mm. or they're not really buying them for what those cars actually bought to the car world. Um, and most people don't know how to deal with them. So they take it to a normal mechanic. The mechanic does a Google search or looks up on their database on how to service some of these things, but they just don't get the level of attention that you sort of need to give. But now with everything, prices are just skyrocketing. So it's just doesn't make, I think we looked at one about six months ago and it was not 20 or thousand dollars. It was at the Mazda in Mornington and it was traded in for, I guess, another Mazda. And that had the red and black leather in it and everything, but it was in good condition under 50,000 Ks. But, you know, they were talking of above $20,000 for that car. Now it's probably close to 30. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's the thing with, with the whole COVID tax, especially, but like an RX-8, it wasn't supposed to be a daily driver. I don't think it's one of those cars. that's like, a, it's like more of a toy, you know, it's a car that you bring out and you enjoy and you put and then you park it and you put it away. Um, so and I, I think people didn't really understand that when, and they didn't really know what they were getting into when buying an RX-8. And I, and I think, Mazda on their behalf when they when they released the car, yes, it sold amazingly well, but I think they were just more worried about selling the amount of cars instead of respect showing the the car that the respect it deserved. Uh, Anthony was like he was tempted to pull over that guy with that uh, with that uh, Mazda six MPS, but they weren't doing anything wrong, so he didn't. Um, and George, who comes on the show, George Kutos, he's like uh, kind of like living with Adrian's BMW. Maintenance is key. Yeah, very true. Very true. So maintenance, maintenance, maintenance is your is your is your main exactly. key, which we, which is which is important on, on any, any car really. Absolutely. Uh, unless you own an AU Falcon, that car can run on on, on cooking oil and uh, yeah, but AUs are terrible. No, they're not, Adrian. They are terrible. I don't like AUs. Well, that, that's just that's just you. Everybody likes. Uh, them. Uh, you know what? In all seriousness, I will call the JDR a supercar before I say an AU is a good car. Legitimately. You ask any mechanic, any real mechanic will tell you that the AU was probably the most reliable Ford. They unit. they say that because they they can pick them up for like five hundred bucks on a pack of durries. No, not 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 that. They, because oh, actually, geez. mechanically, a very good car. <laughs> they are pretty much indestructible. Well, I've seen videos where they've they've put them nose 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 with the Commodores, uh, fans cut off, uh, neutral or park and accelerate brick on the accelerator, and the Commodore died after about like thirty seconds. And this thing, I remember that watching. Was... <laughs> At a wreckers, first of all. Okay? No, it wasn't. It, that, that, all, that one was actually that was a, that was an event, and that in that event that, that, that it, it turned, they had to turn it off after thirty five minutes. The car wouldn't die, so they turned it off and then they drove it home. AU Falcon engineering at its peak. It's no Volvo. What do you mean Volvo? Volvo is terrible, mate, compared to an AU Falcon. Are you what serious? Are? Volvo two forty. Go is take it? a look on YouTube. There's a guy who tried to kill one, puts no oil in it. Still had it running for two hours, did nothing. So he put rocks in the engine and started started up and let it run with rocks in the engine, and it never died. So what he did after, I think it was like two days of trying to kill this thing, he pulled the motor out, pulled it apart to see what went wrong, changed the gasket, put it back together, and still drives it. <laughs> Volvo two forty. You can piss in an AU Falcon and it will still outlive your kids, mate. I'm just saying. <laughs> you go to the you go to the outback and they're all rusted out there, like they're supposed to be. What, mate? AUs are terrible. 
Adrian, if you go to the Outback, you AUs just, are terrible. I guarantee you, you will just AUs see. AUs are terrible. 75 Series Land Cruisers. AUs are terrible. AU Falcons. That AUs is all you'll see. But AUs, I'm, I'm, I'm AUs not... terrible. Why are AUs terrible? Tell me. Why are because AUs terrible? They're just a bucket of shit. <laughs> You're driving an M3. It's not any different. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. There's a big difference. What the difference is, is mine breaks because of the people who drive it. Oh, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speak to Scotty, uh, who's who, who's had one. I know of people who have had M3s. Well, I was actually talking to a guy. 250,000 Ks. Never had the engine out. Never had the bearings done. Never had the um, subframe done and all that. Still drives it to this day like a normal person and nothing is done. How much I, money you put into making a like that? I know, no, I, I, I no, bullshit because he'd, he'd have to drive that thing like an absolute nugget for the, the subframe not to crack. No, I'm, I am uh, being serious. Any M3 enthusiast, they'll tell you, yeah, the subframe cracks all the, subframe. The, all the rear actual, the rear actual like floor pan rips apart. My, that, my that, subframe that, that has never had any issues. Well, yours is a low K example. Mine's got 145,000 Ks in the club. Yeah. That's moderate. Cool. That's normal. All right. We'll see very short, very soon, Adrian. We'll see very soon. Still better than an AU. It's not. <laughs> and AUs, I don't know who designed it, but they okay. must have been yeah. blind. To be, fair, to be fair, the, the design of an AU is questionable. However, however, the mechanicals, are, you can't kill them. You can't kill them. So, and I agree with you in the Volvo 240, Adrian. I, I completely agree. I, I think I, Volvo 240 like is better. Always will. But, you know, AU Falcon. For, for meme ability as well, AU Falcon you can't beat. It is time for Car of the Week, guys, where, where we sh- have a budget of 10K and we try oh, to find the best car, the best car for 10K, and we, and we all vote and see who's got the best car. Who would like to go first on this evening's proceedings? I would go first. Where's your uh, Floor's yours. You can, you can share your screen. All right. And I think this particular car that I'm about to share with you guys. I swear to God, if it's an AU Falcon. <laughs> no, it's not. A, it's, house and I'm gonna slap it, it's, it, it's not an AU Falcon, but this car, this particular car here, I think every one of you guys and most of the listeners will probably clap once, <laughs> once they see this. Oh, show us. I'm keen. Uh, this here is a <laughs> yes. 1996 Dahatsu Applause. <laughs> Now, these things are pretty rare. And if you look at this car and you don't give it an applause, there's, you know, you're, you're missing the point. It's done, this particular <laughs> example is done 92,000 kilometers. Wow. It is automatic, but in the condition that it's in, obviously, when they're selling it, they find it. They've got a sticker that's nearly five grand. And this is oh. like they're giving it away at three grand. Three now, grand. Three grand. Now it's worth like two thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars more than what it's worth. So hang on. So this is a applause, an automatic applause. Um on excluding government charge. So I think it's probably forty eight hundred drive away. So in other words, that's where the roadworthy and the thing's fixed. But I'll tell you what though, it actually it's bloody clean. It's so original. For for what it is, it's um They've taken some good photos because a lot of other people don't, obviously, their car yard. Yeah. And let's have a look at the description here. <laughs> yes, this is the one. 
So I have to force auto sedan with good low kilometers. Yes, it is auto. Yes, it has aircon. Yes, it has power steering. And yes, it will sell quickly. Don't wait. Call now. Well, there's there's your first issue. Yes, it will sell quickly. It, it's stickered at 40, what was it 4,900? 4,900. It's like at 2,000. <laughs> and it's at 2,800. <laughs> now. So it's not selling quickly. It's got PPSR. It's, it, 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 they will give you every, anything and everything you need to know that it's not stolen or it's been written off. Because, geez, you would not be it avoiding be anything. stolen because you won't want to steal it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this particular car itself, like I said, it's in automatic. Under 100,000 Ks, any sort of car that you see in the, from the 90s, it's, yeah, a bit of a, well, it's probably going to go for three, 300, 400,000 Ks on this, this particular engine that it's got. Yeah. Um, my Sirion did nearly 300,000. And that was a one-liter three-cylinder back in the day. Rizzy Ross, so, this this is the limited edition with the missing hubcap. Have you noticed? It's only a, it's a oh, jeez. I let, let me have a look at this. Yes, oh. this is the this is the limited edition one. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie found that right. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I think for 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 what it is, I know it's probably not worth three grand, but you know, I think it's it is a rare sort of example, and it comes with warranty. You know what, Riz? This would make the perfect car for someone who wants a club permit car, just like a basic car to get in, get into that that like classic fun car, or a perfect car for someone that wants the club permit it because they only drive it like ninety days a year and they just drop to shops and back, or because they take public transport. That'd be the perfect car. That's hey, like, I've, I've actually got a question about this car. Yeah, what engine would fit in this so it would actually make it quick? Like Mate, that could be it's already awesome quick by Daihatsu standards. One yeah, by Daihatsu standards, and I'm talking normal standards. Mate, it's a 1600. What, 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 how much more power do you want? It's, it's. Yeah, uh, you, I reckon. Would you be able to fit an SR in there? Probably would. If you got engine uh, Riz on on your settings, there, oh, yeah. is that where the 77 kilowatts? That's perfection, mate. That that is. You don't need more power than that. It's it's under a thousand. It's under a ton because it's 79 kilowatts per ton. Oh, right. Okay, so, so it would be, what, 950 then, right? Yeah. Where do you find its dimensions and lengths? Yeah, 975. <laughs> I reckon if you put an SR20, like, drive train <laughs> out of, a, like, NX or something in that thing, it would be an absolute weapon. Uh, there is one thing that I do want to check, though, if it's probationary plate status. Oh, yeah. We are allowed this. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I was. Just, you had me. You had me. You had me a bit worried, David. <laughs> no, for for a second, I wouldn't have been able to own it. You had. You had me a bit worried there. I'm not going to lie. The weight ratio is. <laughs> you had. You had no, me, so yeah. part of the week. <laughs> I like it, Riz. I, I really like it. I reckon. I reckon that's a great one. Well done. Well done. Who's going next? Go go? Oh, Patrick, you go. All right, so I actually just found this car. So you, uh, my first experience will be your first experience. So it's like a journey oh, together. Please tell me you didn't choose Whoa. the same car I chose. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> so what I found is... Is that a Supra? Is that a Supra? Is that, is that a, a Supra? That's a Mark III Target Top 86 Supra. Oh, my Supra. God. Five to ten grand. Where did you find <laughs> this one? What the hell? Well, How much is that? $6,900. Wow. Target Top as well. Wow. Not much pictures to show, but judging from what we can see, it looks relatively clean. 
It looks absolutely so, schmink. So it's got a seven M. So it's probably got a head gasket issue, but that's fine. Okay. Well, that's all right. Non- uh, that's West West One J comes. Hey, Three hundred fifteen thousand K. So this is this Damn. is like, this is like AU Falcon territory right here. You know. That's it. <laughs> um, uh, rust spots and ex- expected yeah. no standard. Uh, what else? Not much pretty. I mean, look for a Supra under ten grand. I don't, like even Mark threes. That's not bad. It's a, it's a um, 86. I'll tell you what, that'd match perfectly next to my AW11. Same color, white, white and white. Yeah. Hey, how about you leave but... some nuggets for the rest of us? Yeah. I've just got a question regarding its engine. It's actually minus one liter. How did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> that's that's this thing. This thing would literally be flying. That's how much lift it would create. Right. You, they didn't. You, you they don't realize that, that a seven M uh, is quite a is quite a, a, a nuggety engine, but, the, yeah. but it's it's under it's under a liter. Hey, Riz, I know you. I know you're after a, uh, a after a project car. I reckon that'd suit you real nice. That is cool. It's um, a hoppers crossing. Isn't that, that on the north side? Yeah, you, you might you might be a bit scared coming to the outside of town. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is pretty cool. You man. might get robbed. Um, oh, I really like it. It's, this is awesome. You reckon? Oh, I wonder if they've got any information on the owners and stuff. Because yeah, for I know it probably doesn't matter too much. The car from the pictures looks okay. Is it just look at this. Look at this. This is this is all you need to look at. This is all you need to look at. Look at that. Yeah. Supra Toyota Supra six nine. Thank you very much. Wait, wait, That's... hang on a sec. Wasn't it someone here uh, that says, uh, "Think of the potential." <laughs> <laughs> So eighty six Supra for six nine, and it looks actually pretty straight, provided it's straight. As a target top as well, that's pretty. Cool. A target top, which which instantly makes it ten times cool, and pop up headlights. As we know, if your car's got pop ups, which which my car, I'm going to say my car has got pop up headlights. Pop up up and down headlights. It's really cooler. And it's it is it's actually an eight six in disguise with nineteen eighty six. I know it's Toyota. It's, it's, it's a it's. You're paying. You don't. You don't need to pay the tofu tax when you get a nineteen eighty. It's in its name. Liz. It's exactly, and it's rear wheel drive. That's all you need. That's all you literally want, and just keep uh, a one J. Good find, Patrick. That's awesome. Try, try find a one J these days. They're like three grand. Just take him out of a store. You'll be fine. <laughs> all right, prepare to lose, gentlemen. Oh, um, prepare. No. Uh, I, you know, I took a big game, but I'm I'm meaning it this time. So. We obviously like pop up uh, pop up headlights. Oh no! Yeah, my car is a nineteen. It was a third gen prelude. It doesn't say the it doesn't oh. say the year, but it's a third gen um, uh, prelude. Sixty five hundred again. That magical price right in the middle. Third gen urgent sale in need of cash money. Pop up headlights. Yeah, but so it's a enjoy. Been a good car, but time is to go due to yeah, personal but it's a Honda. And it's a Honda. Hondas. <sighs> Uh, definitely, definitely a head turner. Never given me any issues. Been my weekender, also my daily sometimes. Services all been done. Very clean car, for its age, well been looked after and garaged. Has four wheel steering that still works perfectly, which is quite rare. Awesome. Uh, cruise control, power shutters, power mirrors, central locking, sunroof, pop up headlights, which we know was amazing. Everything works. Comes with genuine extras. Brand new BC Racing gold fully adjustable coilovers. Not even done a thousand k's on them. Brand new Kumo tires. Brand new Workmeister wraps, but still. They're lightweight, Pioneer Android, Apple CarPlay head unit, digital radio in it as well. With that, rear bumper needs replacing or maybe uh, refabricating shown in the last picture. I haven't had time 
Seeing as there's no low ballers, no joyriders. This one is in Melbourne. Look at the interior. You quite that's these cool. Were, these were always a nice looking car, and they yeah. were they were really clean. They they drove really nicely and drove really well. That's what I'm assuming with these previous set of wheels on there. Which well, if this is a car that's on dick. I like that. Car, I think I've seen this car. So that's where the bumper's been pushed in, but that's that's not too bad. I mean, it's, it's, it mm. looks to be, because it's got orange lights, it'd be a Series 1. The Series 2s uh, had the clear lights on the top, which is still fine, but it's a manual. There's your digital head unit in there. It looks really tidy. 6500 bucks. Rizzy Ross, you know. This uh, car. I like it, mate. the one that I'm thinking That's on, lovely. Because of the other wheels I had on it. That, mm-hmm. that car was on a track. It was on, a, it was on Broadfield when I went down there. Oh, really? Yeah, and he came off the track. <laughs> he went into the grass. There you go. Well, it, it's got it's got that's see, the one that I'm thinking of. That's cool. It's got it's got it's got racing pedigree. Riz. Racing got, pedigree. Racing All pedigree. Right. So now, I'm just going to throw a spanner in the works here because, yeah, we had the Supra that was absolutely amazing. That had pop up headlights. Then we had the Honda, and uh, that had pop up headlights. And now. We have an MR2 with pop-up <laughs> yeah. headlights. It's being sold by Matt. Yeah, this is being sold by a guy named Matt. Okay, so guys, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not selling mine yet, and plus this is newer than mine. Mine's an A-Dub. This is an yeah. SW. So. This is an SW. But, yes, this is, you know, it's 9999 but it is all nearest offer, so you, know, you can't get it down a bit. But what you're getting... 1990, Australian delivered MR2. Two litre, naturally aspirated motor. It's got about 150,000 Ks on it. Five-speed manual. Uh, it was a factory auto car. Has an LSD in it. Target top, alloy wheels, new battery. Clean PPSR. Uh, drives well. Um, extremely punchy, but still requires some work. Being a 30-year-old uh, car, there are a few little things that uh, require fixing. One pop-up headlight is not working. That's fine because it's blinking at you, so it's all good. Uh, there's a noisy throw-up bearing. Don't worry about that. Turn your radio up. Um, has some hail dents. You won't see it. It's all good. Handbrake cable broken. That's from all the skids. So, you know, you, you're getting something good here. It's missing some interior plastics. It doesn't matter. Hands get thrown around everywhere, especially when you're in the – or try to be in the back of one of these things. <laughs> well, uh, one minor thing, uh, but the main mechanics are pretty good. Uh, if you're mechanically minded, then you should be able to get it sorted. Selling as is asking ten grand or nearest offer. So you know you offer him less than that, and I'm so, sure he'll take it. So this car was listed 49 minutes ago. Yes. Just, just I just want to clarify what you just said, Patrick. Oh, sorry, um, Adrian, you said that how dint on the roof. Oh, it doesn't matter. You can't see it. Doesn't matter. That's right. Oh, it doesn't matter. You can't see it. Yeah. Do you realize that? Oh, go through the photos. Let's actually have a look. First of all, okay. First of all, your comments mean nothing. It's an MR2. It is an MR2. Look at this thing. It looks like a nug. It looks ugly without a spoiler. Yeah, it's, it needs a spoiler. Amazing. It's got the target top as well. I, I really like this. No stereo. It's got. Don't oh, need a stereo. This is the whole rear, rear, rear parts, man. Come no, on. You don't need that. All right. I don't I like know too much about MR2 pricing, but for all the things that it all the things that it have, says, if you go up to him and you go, look, I'll give you six, six and a half. They won't take six and a half for that. He'll take six and a half. 
He drives a Hilux. He's not going to take that. Yeah, see, he needs his Hilux never he drops needs any value. Grand so. to fix that piece of crap oh, in the background. Geez. I like it. Now it is it is a cool car. I just think the the you know this is very what Ford he's asking Pro. is just crazy. Very Ford Probe right here. <laughs> What's funny because this came out before the second gen Ford Probe. So. Well, I, I know that like you know it's a two, you know it's an MR2. That means it's going to break, Maddie. No, no. So, my MR2 is fine, thank you very much. There, there's you're going to need a parts card to go along with you. But this is this is an M35 Stadia. Yeah, that's exactly. I I just this isn't my car. I just thought that this is pretty sick and cheap. Yeah, nine grand, strange. nine grand or nearest offer. You know, Anthony bought one of these like six years ago <laughs> with, with um with like yeah, he bought it six years ago for like seven grand. Well, this yeah. one's nine or nearest offer. So in other words, they haven't lost any money. So no, and yeah. I think the the story is that this 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 the stage is what inspired him to become a copper. <laughs> but yeah, MR two, MR two. All right, so what have we got? So we've got an MR two, we've got a Stagia, we've got my. I'm just going to put it out there. Best car, the the Prelude. The Prelude, yeah. Uh, we've got um, applause. Applause. That's yeah. That's all four cars covered. No, well, my the Supra. Supra. Oh, and the Supra, yeah, that's right, the Supra, the Supra. The stage yeah. isn't part of it. I just yeah, thought that it was a price, so I'll show you. But so, out of all of them, my choice is the Supra. Um, uh, Anthony's uh, sent us a link on 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 the comments to an eighty eight E thirty two seven fifty IL V twelve um uh BMW sixty nine yeah, honey. It's uh, seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, I know, but it's still a V12, and it'd be a nightmare to maintain. But but that's actually still a cool car. I it's still got one. It's got a one where it shouldn't have a one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Patrick, what are you going for, and why? I really like the Prelude. I actually, I really dig it. I think it looks sick. Um, the MR2 looks munted. Sorry, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Um, the Daihatsu, um, I'm lucky I'm a P player, so I can drive it, but I still think it's too powerful to me. That's what I'm thinking as well, man. So I think I'm going to the Supra, just for the same case with my car. Supra's a good pick. And for, the price, and for the price as well, like, if you're looking for a project and an investment, like, can't look any further. Yeah, it, is, it is very cheap, definitely. Adrian? Oh, Supra. Two for the Supra? Just, just Supra. Rizzy Ross, Supra. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a clean, clean Supra. Yeah, it is a clean. Is that Supra. a Supra? Is that a Supra? Supra wins it. Well done, um, Patrick. That's you take the it. only reason that I chose a Supra, just so I, I can park the car, walk away, come back, and go. Is that a Supra? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the Prelude was really cool. Like the, you know, the four wheel um, steering. Yeah. Uh, it looked like it's been looked after, apart from where it's been rear ended. Um, I mean, that's the sort of car you'd actually go and see and test drive it and really then get a good feel of what it's really like mm. because you can't sort of, you know, um, you get a good, a good, a good enough idea given how old, you know, how, how let's call it how original the car is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, if it's been used on a track, obviously it might be something that 
your manager at Super Cheap might be interested in, given he's a Honda's man. He's a Honda um, man, it's Mr. Kratos. But yeah, I think overall the 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 Supra for sure for that money, I yeah, very cool, good find. Provided this, the seven M's in not head gasket blown uh, way. It's a seven M. Yeah, I know it's still seven M, but it's a very original seven M. It looks to be a very original car. Yeah, but so one of the guys that I used to work with, he had a Crusader that had a seven M in it, mm-hmm. GE, not even GT, and head gasket one in that. Yeah, One pretty... of the guys that I work with now, he's got the MX-83 Crusader. And it's the same thing with that. The the, the 7M started to go in that too. Mm-hmm. So my guess is the 7M needs a head gasket. Well, you know what? I was speaking to Chris at Blue Power, actually. He um he used to tune uh, those older Supras with the GTEs, uh, the 7M GTEs. And he's like, and he used to build them. And he's like, they weren't a bad engine. They're actually quite a very strong engine. It's just, they weren't, I believe, talked down correctly. They're the heads or something. Um, yep. And he's like, he's like if, if you did that, they make awesome power and they're, they're quite reliable. So and their heads were, had soft metal in them. Soft so metal. Provided you, you get them right, they are an awesome engine. Um, and they, they just they just got the head gasket tax, I suppose you could say. And they were like, no, nope, these, these, these cars are crap because they do that but but you, you get that you get that sorted and you know, you know you've got you've got yourself you're, you're a corker a corker motor as Mike Brewer would say but Patrick well done man that, that, that's actually that, that's actually it's a great car Riz, just, go buy it. just go buy it Riz I think uh, we should go and have a look for you my friend for that car that's yeah no it's a very very cool car hey I think um, I think he cut out I want to share uh, something with you guys uh, uh, just on we just we just lost you there, Riz. What was that? Oh, I just want to share a link with you guys on a, on a Skyline GDR. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My um, if you guys, no, but on on a serious note, though, it's part of a private collection. This particular car, and I'm, I'm there's a there's a place in Nanawading. I can't remember what they're called, but they basically this JDM sort of. Uh, so, performance warehouse and they've they've got a few of these and some of the most expensive ones that get sold they it's part of their collection so um, um you know this car that you're talking about right here yes so these people that you're talking about one of them is a real estate agent that I've been, we've been talking to about the house we've got here oh yeah um yeah his mate is the one that actually owns that car right and you know the other one that sold, I think it was the Millennium Jade one? Millennium Jade, Sold yeah. for like 600000 whatever it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was his other mate. Right. So what they do is they um, import all R34 GDRs, um, anything really that's worth money. So like even RX-7s, all that kind of stuff. They import them. Whatever they want to keep, they keep. And the rest, they all just sell. If this was of the Skyline Blue, they would probably want six hundred fifty grand for it, thirteen thousand or fourteen thousand k's. Yeah, you cut out a bit. What Sorry, you saying man. about the blue? It's pretty much a brand new car. Fourteen thousand k's. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. That, I, it's, I, it's honestly hmm. crazy listening to him with like what he was saying about all these cars that they import. He imported for himself a FD RX seven. It was one of the later series ones. I, I don't know my R7s that well. Um, yeah. Pardon? 
was it a spirit of the latest latest series of the i think it was he said it was worth a lot of money i, I don't know which one it is Probably all i know is it's in a blue color it's like the dark blue color um, but that had, I think it was 30,000 Ks on it, and he picked it up for an absolute bargain. Mm. And then um, he's kept it for a few years. Now he's contemplating on selling it because the price has gone through the roof. Well, Spirit R was about eight years ago, nine years ago, like twenty twenty $29,000 mm. max. And, and that was like, there was like, well, it's all for NFT when you can get a, you can get into a twin turbo one for like fifteen, And now that's a $130,000 car. So yeah. that. <sighs> Yeah, but yes, that's the sort of um, as as Jeremy would say. On that note, um, <laughs> on the show. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. Like that's that's huge for for a car. I mean, yeah, I get. Yeah, but it's how much they're worth. But it's it's not. It shouldn't be. I mean, we've discussed this many times. It shouldn't be worth that much it money. It shouldn't be, but it is how much they're worth. So yeah. I was actually speaking it's to disgusting. one of it's actually disgusting. one of my friends. Him and his dad purchased a. Oh, I can't even remember what it was. I think it was like an M spec. Like, it was some stupid addition to the Skyline. Um, they purchased it for about 130 grand um, back, I think it was about 10 years ago, which seems like a lot of money. But then uh, they had it as an investment. Um, they had it aside, and one of um, his dad's friends came along and said, I want to buy your car. How much do you want to sell it for? So he threw up an arbitrary number, just a random number. He said $350,000. Guy turned around and said, I'll take it right now. Wow. That car he had actually valued, and that's worth upwards of 500000 right now. And he's still not selling it. He's just keeping it there. Jeez. You know, like everyone talks about like the GDR 34 is like this halo, you know, Paul, for Paul, Paul Walker car. But for me, <laughs> for me, like if, if I had to get like my Halo Japanese car besides like a supercar that is the LFA, uh, would be terrible. it's not it's amazing and anyway, you're, you're just jealous. It's, it's um, okay, how many how many supercars has BMW made? One and it was terrible. It didn't yeah, sell. Yeah, I'll be the first one to say BMW can't make supercars. Yeah, so, so so don't don't talk about don't talk about my LFA like that. How dare you? We wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> no. Anyway. Anyway. For me, my, my Halo Japanese car is a Mazda RX-7 FD Spirit R. You know, like a Type A, the rawest one. That is that is my ultimate Japanese like you know car. And to see, to see it go to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars, it breaks your heart. Breaks my heart in a lot of ways, but it also it also reiterates the point that it is a very good car. But secondly, it also um, adds to the bonus of that. I think it's a better car than an R34 GTR. I think it's a better car than, than that one you, you, that you sent us, Riz. Uh, yes, it's, it doesn't have an RB in it. It's got a rotary, but I think in terms of like the whole package, it, it handles better. It's a more balanced car. It's, it's a proper sports car. For, for me, you know, that, that will always be why I, I want one of those over, over a 34 GTR, but I just, I just can't fathom even the GTR prices are just ridiculous. Like it's just not fair how much everything is going for. Why, why is this happening? Like we, 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 we talk about COVID tax. We talk about, you know, uh, Cubs and we talk about, um, we, we talk about all sorts of, excuse me, people getting them to super out and stuff, but, you know, yeah, and the, the funny thing is, and the Americans can get them and stuff, and it's, but it's just it's just crap. Like it's 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 yeah. it's, it's they shouldn't be worth this much money. It's it's not. They're a car that's supposed to be enjoyed, not not this. 
But it's the same story, right? It's like there's just supply and demand. Um, the, the people that once really admired them, you know, whether 15, 16, 18-year-olds that couldn't afford them are now at a stage where, like I said, they're either selling houses and uh, real estate agents that can buy them and pay that sort of money. Or they're just, you know, people can save that sort of money to buy what they perceive to be a bit of a, their dream car when they were growing up. And there's just not many good examples left anymore. So it's just, you know, the competition's crazy. And even in this COVID period of time, people are drawing on super that they feel they're never going to use 10, 20 grand at a time. Well, I think you could do two rounds of $10,000 each using that, getting finance, putting a deposit on interest rates are the lowest they've ever been or taking it off their home loan. And people are just doing whatever they want to do. And it's driving all these prices up. And yeah, it's just as car enthusiasts, you just kick yourself all the time. Shit, I should have bought this years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're trying to live their past. But you see, this is the thing that I find funny is I was actually watching a YouTuber. Um, he lives in Japan. Now, this YouTuber, he's an American that um, he lives on the army base that's there. I think it was the Navy base, if I remember correctly. Um, and him and his friend both bought Japanese cars when they were over there. One bought the Mark IV Supra, the, um, I think it was the twin turbo 2JZ one. And the other one bought a 34 GDR. Now, one night when they were going out, because they were going out to Daiku Fudo and like all the other, like where they do all the car meets and stuff. And they were all saying the R34 GTRs over there are not as rare as people think. They don't care about them as much as what the rest of the world does. When they went on the, like, it was just one night that um, that they were doing it. It was a Friday night. They went to Dakufudo, which is the uh, car meet place under all the bridges and all that stuff. It's a truck stop. Then they went to another two places that were just like underground car spots on the side of freeways. Um, and by the end of the night, they took a photo of, I think it was five or six Bayside Blue R34 JDRs together. <laughs> and they were all like, this is just normal for us. Like, there's nothing, or oh, they're worth, you know, four times more than they should be. But they're like, the one thing you don't see in Japan anymore is a Mark IV Supra. Hmm. He was saying he used to take his car out every Friday and every Saturday night, go on a car meet, and it was, I think he said, two months it took him to actually see another Mark IV Supra and it wasn't even at a meet. It was just someone driving along on the road. Mm. And it's just like, wow. Like, it's just a difference of Japan, which is supposed to be the center of why the prices are all expensive and how they see things compared to us. Well, I also think, for example, you know, the Skylands, they... They are dumb a dozen there. Like they sold forty four thousand R thirty two GTRs. Like <laughs> that was just in GTR trim. That that's minusing all the other Skyline variants that they sold of that car. Like they sold a crap ton. They they have they were throwaway cars, Adrian. Like yeah, it's like, like so. Why are they worth so much to the rest of the world? It's because like, uh, because of the Fast and Furious and and but, um, but that's exactly it. People say oh because it's Japan's yeah number one car. Yeah, but they don't even value them as highly as we do. 
Japan's number one car. You know what the number one selling car was like a few years ago? It was the Nissan Cube. That's their number <laughs> one car. So, <laughs> so quite awesome. frankly, it's not a GTR, but nah. uh, it, it just, it just have like, yeah. one of the Z tunes there. I think it was like the number one Z tune. The guy just had and he he drove it to it was it was on um Naughty Idol's video. Um he went to the Skyline mate, I think it was at Sabuka Circuit. And they had the Z tune there and yeah, it was all um, showing and all that kind of stuff. But the guy drove it there. Number one. And he just drove it there. He's like, eh. They're made to be driven. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, it's because right. gets yeah. it. Yep. I remember mm-hmm. I went to, uh, years ago, I went to my first JDMS teammate. And this is probably, what, 2000 and late 2010, early 2011, I think it was. And I took my cousin James with me. And we were, we drove in, uh, I drove in in my laser because that's all I had, you know, back in the day. And uh, I pulled, I pulled up, I, par- I parked away so no one could, no one could, no one could, you know, you know, be, be, be near because all these hotted up cars. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm in a laser. I'll just park in the back corner and just, just, just park in. And uh, I was caught up with some people I knew there, um, some, some nice Evos and a few other things. And a guy rocked up with a Tommy Kyra R34 GTR. So, like, for those of you who don't know who Tommy Kyra is, it, it was it, like a tuned version, a highly tuned version of an R34 GDR. And, you know, I was, I was, having, a, I was having a bit of a, a gander over it. And, and the guy that owned it, like, he was okay, but he was a bit, you know, he was a bit like, oh, yeah, he was, I think like it was the best car ever made. But anyway, that, that's, that's another story. But, but he, he was, he was, he was talking even, he was, he was a nice guy about it. You know, everyone was like, everyone was like losing their minds over this car, and, and I'm like, okay, I get it. It's, it's a rare car, you know. It's it's one of, it's one of those things. I'm like, but I, I kept saying to myself, I'm like, this is it's just a Skyline at the end. It's it's a it's a GTR, yeah. Like it's 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 they sold many they sold many of them. Yes, yes, this is a Tommy car. This is actually a very rare car. I I see where this guy's coming from. It is generally it's a, it's a special version of it, but I don't see it being you know. Five hundred thousand dollars, like they are now. Like it's it just, it just, just, yeah. I so said I could have bought a thirty-two GDR with a bone with a bone motor like seven or eight years ago. I think I mentioned it for like twelve grand. I could have bought one. I could have owned nothing that was mint, except for, except the engine had, had had spun a bearing or whatever it was. And I'm like, nah, yeah. I was humming in Ari. I was like, nah, they're not really Daddy, worth much. I could have bought a thirty-three GTR instead of the Chaser for twenty grand. Yeah, that was. Four years ago, yeah, I still regret it to this day. I yep. think it's really took um, quite a bit of um, Adrian went through quite a bit of trauma. That's why he yeah. started working on BMWs. He did. I, I don't have a place to keep car, Japanese cars in the garage, so yes, I don't like keeping them in my driveway anymore. And every time I do, something happens. So no, thank you. Well. <sighs> It's it's not it's not only that like, like for, for example yeah, my typhoon I paid you know like I didn't pay super duper amounts of money for it. I can sell it now if I really wanted to for forty grand like plus like mm. I, I could I don't, could you know don't say that on Facebook yeah yeah because you get all the people going it's not worth that much. Oh, here's here's the thing, Adrian. It's not, and like like I I I know it's like it's a really good example of you it. You know what it's worth? It's worth some, what someone wants to pay for it. Yeah? Exa- and it, that's exactly the point. So I could say, all right, I'll put a number of 100 grand up online, see, see if anyone wants it. If, and guaranteed someone will be like, oh yeah, 100 grand, sure. That, if, if that's what they want if that's what they want to pay. Now, this is what I think is going on. This, 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 is, where this is where my point is getting to. 
that that five hundred thousand dollar GTR and still that six hundred thousand dollar one that the that Millennium Jade one that was sold sold a while ago. They've put this astronomical number out there, and 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 what it's doing is it's like people it will do two things. People will be like, "You're an idiot," and they'll laugh, and the other people will be like, "Well, this is what my G, my GTR will be possibly worth," and my GTR is like not a, not a Z tune or not this tune or not that tune. But it's you know I'm going to put it according to where it is on the on the on the holy scale of of GTR. Brings it up, and then the third person, so the will, will say, okay, well I'm going to buy that that lower case one because I can't afford the Millennium Jade five hundred thousand dollar one. I'll buy that that middle range, and I can still get into a GTR market because that's what they're going for. Hmm. So it's it's, bring, it's bringing it's bringing up it's bringing up the values of all the other cars, even though we know that they are not worth it. Scotty had an R34 GTR. He paid forty yeah. something grand for it. He's like, it's not. It's he's like, it's a great car, yeah, but it's not worth five hundred thousand dollars. Well, you, you know what it is, Maddie. You you're right. You're half right with what you're saying just before. <laughs> the first buyer or the first person that sees a car are the people that can't afford it. That's why they say, oh, it's not worth that much, la da 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 da, because they can't afford it. But so it's not. It's not about. It's, but it's not about. Like, again, it, that's that's what it is. The second person that, uh, the person that buys the car looks at it and goes, ah, oh, this guy takes me back to my childhood when these first came out. Tugs on the heartstrings. And they're like, well, look, we've got the money now. Let's get one. Because I couldn't get one back then. So that's why they pay the money of what it's worth now. They don't look at it for dollar value. They look at it for sentimental value. So that's the reason why these keep going up. I Everybody think... saw it in Fast and Furious and Too Fast and Furious yeah. these early hours. Even like back in the day, Wham Gang Midnight as well, when they had the GDRs on there and everybody's like, oh, so this is how much they're worth now. I, I'm older. I've got the money. I'm just going to buy it. I'm going to try to relive my youth. Yeah, so, it's, uh, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's really sentimental value, but it's more of a mental value, Adrian, <laughs> that, uh, that these, these people that do spend that sort of money – and the other thing is, how do we, it's, it's quite hard at the moment of, I, I don't know, people can't see what other people are paying for, let's say, GDRs that have sold in the last 12 months. If people had that visibility, I think they'd be thinking twice before paying what someone's asking for it. I mean, even going back to um, Adrian's first point saying that, you know, the people that say, oh, it's not worth that much, they is because they can't afford it. Well, I, I disagree with him on there because as I've told this story many times to all of you here, I was in the market for an S15, one of, one of my dream yeah. cars up there with the RX-7. And they were, when I was looking for them, they were going for around 15 to 20 grand for a good condition one. And I had that money. I had, I saved up my money. I had 15 grand. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go buy one. Literally, this, this was probably like in the span of literally not even two months. I go to look for them and all of a sudden they're 30, 40 grand. And I'm like, Sorry, they're not 30, 40 grand cars. Far from it. What I can get for 30, 40 grand is way better than what the, the actual yeah. car is. You can get something way better, newer, older. It doesn't matter. You can get a lot of things better than an S chassis for 30, 40 grand. So when I was saying even like completely thrashed out thrashed out ones with blown motors, uh, ugly body kits hanging off of it, blah, 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 ugly interiors, completely mangled, even like drift cars once you kind of register on the road people are asking mid-20s for us yeah it makes you really think it's all right i get it some people you know it's what they what they're willing to pay for but like 
if you've been in the market for years and for a while and you've observed the car, you know what the car is, what the car was used for, and you see him plays for ridiculous, like, like a GDR is a ridiculous price. Like, you got to think, all right, even yet, yeah, like oh, now I can't afford it, no chance. But even like there's a, t- there's, there's a time in it, like an actual, like it's, it's a common point in time when you think, all right, that certain car, despite, yeah, I can't afford it, I know for a fact. And even people who actually own the cars, they know they're not worth 30, 40, <laughs> 50 grand. They know that for a fact. But they're putting it up there because they know people are willing to pay for that the car. Yeah. Because yeah. to some people, it's stupidly worth that money. And see, this is where, like, if these days, Patrick, speaking of S15s, there's one of the cars that I really did want when I was growing up. And you could pick one up for about 12, 13 grand back in the day. And now if I see a clean one, I just feel like, especially if it's parked in a driveway, I feel like it's knocking on the door and just asking if they want to sell. Yeah, so, right, so argument's sake, yeah, that car that was 12 grand, right, whatever car it was, you go knock on that door and that person says, I, I'll take 50 grand for it and you've got 50 grand sitting there, are you going to turn around and say, yeah, I'll buy it? Oh, no, I, I wouldn't do that, but I know there's a lot of people that would. That's would. exactly it. But personally, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't spend 50 grand on it because I know – that car isn't worth 50 grand, even though they are selling for that price. Yeah. I know because for what you get the what it's, what it's, it's equipped with. It's not to me, me think as much as I love them to death and I will always hold them close to my heart along with the RX seven. I would never pay 50 grand for an S chassis. Yeah. yeah. I, I also think, for example, like you got to take, like, like, like you said, Patrick, you've you got to think of what you can get for that money. Like you can get, for example, looking at a five hundred thousand dollar R thirty four GTR, you could get a brand new Nismo GTR for that will run literally drive rings and run rings around. You can buy a McLaren for that much. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Hang on a second. What I think it is, I also think it comes down to the actual person itself. So, for instance, we'll say like the fifty grand mark. You're saying you wouldn't buy an S chassis for that price because you can get better for what the value is yeah yes there's better out there but at the end of the day if i had the 50 grand just sitting there ready to go and a challenger popped up that's what i'd be buying straight away wouldn't even think twice about it because that's what my dream car is that's something that i'd want to buy whereas something that's better by paper standards i just look at and go well yes but it doesn't target my heartstrings. I don't want it. You also, yeah, but I, I, I get exactly what you're saying, Adrian. Like, I, I completely agree with you. With you there, like, for example, I, I wanted a typhoon when I was a kid, and I was like, I'm going to get a typhoon one day, and mm. uh, and they, I got them at their bottom dollar. You know, I got one, and I, I looked, and I waited, and I saved my money, and I, and I got one. You know, and I got a really nice one, and I, and I, and I love it. It's a great car. But having said that, though, if it was fifty grand, yeah. And, and at the moment, and, you know, I was in the market for four one and I couldn't afford 50 grand. I'd be like, well, it's not a $50,000 car to me. Again, it's personal preference. I would have chosen something else, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just really hard. Riz has sent us a link to a, to a 2002 Mazda uh, RX-7 type R. So it's not, it's not a spirit R. It's just a type R. R. Um, But it's, this is actually a really lovely car, really clean example. Um, 
looks very original. Like hasn't been modified. I think it's got an aftermarket set of wheels, but apart from that, it looks even the engine bay is like all stock coverings, all stock, all stock air boxes and everything, which is really cool to see. Lots of paperwork. It's a Japanese import. It's actually a really lovely car, Riz. Is this one? Yeah, really- I, like that's what I thought as well for how clean it is. And to me, this particular car, the, the silver RX-7, is a much nicer car compared to that whatever that light blue Skyline was. I, yeah, I think the color suits it. Where imagine if that Skyline was in the Skyline blue, you know that that Bayside. what is it, Bayside? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be they would be asking seven hundred fifty grand for it. Minimum. I mean, this RX seven is like ninety grand, yeah, yeah. eighty nine thousand thereabouts. But I mean, it's it's a it's a beautiful example. But but for me, like I remember when these cards were like twenty grand, was like that's yeah. just you know, and 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 the fact that I know that, and, and the fact that like, okay, here's my gripe. Yeah, look, when cards get really really old and unattainable, they go up in value. For example, a GTHO Phase Three sells for like a million bucks because they only made so many of them and they're, and, and it's, you know, and they're 40, 50 years old now. Okay. I can see why their prices are going up on them, but this is a car from 2002. You know, this is, this is not an old car. This is, yeah. these, are, these are cars that are, that are relatively, relatively still quite modern. Or they are modern and it's a car from 2002 you know, there it's 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 twenty it's nineteen years old. This car, yeah, it's it's not even it's not even classic inverted commas classic age, and they've already the you know the money's just ridiculous. From like for me, it, it it they, I think my my biggest issue is they shouldn't be at this price range yet. That it just doesn't make any sense to me why these cars are, are the values are just insane. I don't understand why. And, I don't understand what makes this happen. And can I say sorry quickly? Um, isn't it? I'm not sure about with you guys, but I know for me at least, one of the main reasons why you know, especially with Japanese cars, ever since at a young age, I was so attracted to him. Not just yes, every performance, styling, and everything, but the also a big key factor to me as well was you know, affordability like the price because they were priced to at a much lower price to compete with the much higher end, you know, European cars, and that's what appealed mm. to me is that I can. I won't be breaking the bank too much. You know, I can buy something for 20, say up to 40, 50 grand and back in the day for just, well, say 34 G. You know, and you get supercut and just that really, I'm not sure to you, but that as well is what appealed to me. And that's why. Absolutely. Now it's the opposite. Now it's the opposite. Like you pay so much for like. Mm. And I, look, I, I, you're all going to hate me for saying this. Yeah. But for me, like I understand with what Patrick is saying, it does come down to you could get that performance for how much you pay, and that was like the whole reason that I got into the M3 when I did. As much as it was, ah, uh, yeah, I wanted something that didn't actually look uh, too crash hot compared to what the Japanese cars were when you realistically look at what that car is and the way that it handles and all that, it is like supercar performance, but in a sports car. So it, it's it's sad to say, but it's like, it's done a complete 180 now. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, okay, you can go buy a GDR for $500,000 or you could go buy you know, an M3 or an AMG like $50,000 and it's better than what 
the five hundred thousand dollar car does on a track. Mm. Yeah, you just no, don't I, get the pedigree I, I, that goes with it. I completely, I completely agree there, Adrian. I, I think, for, I think, for example, like the the, the tides have changed, and, and it's like been a, it's been a complete one. It's been a complete shift because. <laughs> Because I mean, the Japanese made affordable cars. They made affordable sports cars that they, they got us into fun cars when we couldn't afford the Mercs. We couldn't afford That's the Beamers. Exactly. We, we couldn't afford the, the Jags, the high end, the high end stuff. You know. And now it's opposite. Now and, it's now, just... and now those those cars in particular, that golden era of Japanese uh, Japanese motorsport and Japanese and Japanese cars has has been like, well, you know what? These are actually really good cars. And they're underappreciated. And then they've gone. They've become overappreciated. Overappreciated, 100%. to the point where it's just ridiculous. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I think I think unfortunately, well, gents, unless we win the unless we win Tuts Lotto, we're not going to be getting. We're not going to be. Getting. I'm going to put it to you this way, yeah. As you all know, my mate Alex, he's got the 34 GTT. Yeah. Yes, it's not a GDR, so it doesn't have the price tag, but it's still turbo. It's still an RB25. It's still manual. And it's still a Skyline. I actually put the M3 up against that, thinking the M3 has no chance here. That's a Skyline. It's a GTT. It's like one of the best. Mm, no, you, that I, was I, my I, mentality. I, going I'd, rate your, I'd, rate your, I'd rate your M3 a lot higher than that, to be honest with you. The M3 was quicker. Absolutely it would be. And... This is where I start to say where I can't understand it is his car now is worth about 35 grand, give or take, 35, 40 grand. Mine's still about that 25, 30 grand mark. So you're talking something that, yeah, okay, it's what, six years newer, the M3, but his car is still worth more, yet you look at it stock for stock as well, like they are, and the M3 just runs rings around. Well, stock for stock, your car's got what, 250 odd kilowatts from memory? I think it's 252. Yeah, 252. Exactly. His has got 206 inverted commas, gentleman's agreement. Yeah, gentleman's agreement. Um, you know, yours is a SMG, so it did shift quicker. Like, you know, it's. Sort, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like in in all in all facets, your car would would win. There's 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 no. There's, yeah, but mine weighs no a lot that. more than his does. But still, like you know, this is about the fourteen hundred kilo, I think it is, with him in it, and mine's about the seventeen, I think it is, hmm. seventeen eight eighteen hundred kilo with me in it, and mine's still quicker. Yeah, and uh, it's just like, okay, it's not all about the quickness, but also going around the track. Uh, as I said, when we went to Broadford, I jumped in two skylines and one M three, and the M three just felt planted around the track compared to what the skylines were. It felt purpose-built. It felt made to do it. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's exactly that's it. Thing, yeah. Now, skylines were made to be Japanese, uh, the, what do you call it? Japan's, uh, what do you call it? Not major car, but... Uh, what are uh, they? Supercar? No. <laughs> no. I think, I, I think, the, I think, the, I think what you're trying to say, they... It's more the GTR. The GTR was Japan was Japan's real, real national treasure. Yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, you gotta remember the Skyline's based on like a simple car. Like, it's it's you can get them in a non-turbo just, version. So yeah, but yeah. it's like, so why are they worth so much? Even yeah. in a this is the thing. Like your basic GTT. Why are they worth so much when they're worse than cars that are worth cheaper? And <laughs> it goes back to what I was saying from the start. People who look at those cars now. 
are people that are our age, where we're starting to make money, we're starting to move on. Actually, sorry, I take that back. They're a little bit older than us when they started getting into cars when they were 18, and it was the whole Fast and Furious craze. So they see all these cars, and they're like, well, look, now we've got money. We can afford them. Let's start buying them, supply and demand. But you can say that for a lot of things too, Adrian, yeah? Like, you're right, supply and demand. You can definitely say that, supply and demand. But you can also say, for example, the movie Gone in 60 Seconds, you know, they had the the inverted commas. I still say, wait, you you can't say that word anymore. You know, we we, we might be... uh, We might be fine for using that word, but that car that starts with E and ends in R, and and it, so, you know, f- for even a mock-up one is worth a crap ton of money because of, because of, of what that car stands for and, and and the likes. You know, again, the thirty-four GDR, too fast, too furious. Everyone's like, "Yep, I want one of those." You know, it's it's it, it, those cars have gotten to, to that point where like it's it's a bit. Of, you're right, it's a nostalgia trip. I mean, look, he's a he's a perfect example. The <laughs> Kind of I'm saying this, but the the DeLorean, yeah, we know that is an absolute bucket of pus. <laughs> One of the worst cars ever coming. It is a piece of shit. Like they they are yeah. not a good. They are like in every way, in every facet, not a good car. Like they are generally not a good car. They've got a a, they a, 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 Renault, for it. a Renault crappy V6, and you know, but just look at it. It looks so cool, so 80s, Back to the Future. People that they know them know them, and they love them. Hence the, reason, hence the reason why, yeah, it, 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 it and they are worth, you know, I mean, grand plus whatever it is. When you look at it as well, 69 charges. Absolutely. 69 charges for quite a long time were worth nothing. They were left to rot in the middle of a field. Go buy a 69 charger now. I've got a guy down the road here who is um, one of my customers. He's got a 68 charger that he's doing up right now. To get imported, and I mean bare metal to the point He's taken uh, guards off, as in like rear guards is cut out and got them all welded back on. He's sitting on about 70 grand, I think he said, that he spent on this car. And it still needs to get all put back together. So it's like, why is it worth so much? Well, because of heartstrings. A lot of people grew up of that generation watching Dukes of Hazard, watching Bullet. Yeah, and then as soon as Fast and Furious came around with um, Dom's Charger, it's just like, yep. Even also, more about it now. That was the thing too. Like for example, like I loved Initial D as a kid. I know Riz can can agree with me here. Like, like we we both loved Initial D. I don't know about you, Patrick, and 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 um, Adrian. I don't know if you guys grew up on it as much, but but like I I wanted an A eighty six. I I'm not gonna lie. I, I was a fanboy. I wanted one real bad. You know, I thought it was such a cool looking car and. And then, like, I just ca- I can't justify spending sixty grand on an on an old Corolla at this point in time. But you know, that's it played to my heartstrings. And people that knew them years ago loved them because because of that. And that's why they bought yep. them for that nostalgia that's for why that. They were so much for that for that for that moment in time where you can feel like um, Takumi Fujiwara or you can feel like uh, Keiichi Suchiya. You know, like you. you can, <laughs> It's for that moment in time that you can actually feel like that, and you know what? That's what cars are great for. So it's it's. I mean, I mean, for example, Patrick Mona Lisa from from um, Tokyo Drift, you know, S15. You know, for that moment in time, you might drive. You'd be like, ah, oh, this is sick. This is what this is what this is, what I, this is how I, this brings back everything that I, all the just feelings. It gives you all the feelings. Twenty six in a Mustang. Just just don't. Do it. 
gives you all of the feelings and you know it's it's just this is one of those i mean it'd be like me buying a 66 mustang or 65 mustang and cruising down you know and cruising across america on, on route 66 it'd just be the perfect thing to do because that's just it'd be it'd be that, that for me that'd be, that'd be perfection because that, that'd be just what i'd like to do you know what i mean like that, that that's what you 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 picture in your head uh driving driving america uh, across america in an old muscle car or, or oh, you know, yeah yeah, I mean, it's, see, and this is why they're worth it. This is why they're worth money. This is why you know hitting a hitting a hitting a toe gang in an A eighty six, even though you know it, it's yes, you you're not uh, you don't have a paper cup and a and uh, and a cup holder in your on your on your dashboard, but you know you, for that for that moment or for like that two minutes or less, you will feel like to to you are. You, oh, I'll you know, tell you what, like in all seriousness, I'll tell you what, yeah, if you had an A eighty six right now, okay. I'm talking, yeah, the hatchback, Truno, Panda style, and you went up Mount Donna, King Lake, absolutely any of them for that time that you were going up and you were going down, you're just gonna be like, this is just, this is just life. It's, it's perfection. Yeah, there is nothing wrong with this moment. And for and for that moment, you will say, "I understand why I spent eighty grand on an old Corolla." <laughs> well, that, but that's that. That's what I'm saying is the reason why it's worth so much money is the people who have the money go and do that. They buy the car, they do exactly that, and they're like, "Yes, it is worth that money." So it's like, I, I did the same thing the other day with the M3. I got to take it up King Lake after all the issues that I had. You know, Two years having it off the road, just nothing but dramas. Having to go um, pick it up from Geelong, where it got stranded, you know, just nothing but issues. But on that trip, going up King Lake, it was just like, this is why I done it. Yeah, this is the whole reason I've gone through this. It was a hot night. We're going down the hill. wasn't going over the speed limit. It was actually very hard to get over the speed limit. But just pulling it around all the corners, and you're like, "Yeah, this is what it's made for." Mm. So the, and and that's why I understand, as I said, that it's worth the sentimental value, not the dollar value. Absolutely. Um, Mark says, "High legends." And George, like, go find a straight shelf under 10k. Bloody Mopar, poor man's uh, Wog Mercedes in the early 60s and 70s. Yeah, you, you're not gonna you, you're not gonna find one. Uh, before we end the show, guys, what would be your car? I mean, yes, it's been unattainable, but what would the car be that you'd buy that would make you feel like that person or, or make you be in that perfect moment perfect? What, like what the would ultimate be? dream car, yeah? Like, like for example, for, for Mon- you, money's not a thing. Yeah, well, I mean, for, for like for cars that you really love and, and you love it for a reason and you'd want to do it. Like, for, yeah. it could be it could be like an like 60s Mustang to drive across the States or it could be... Yeah, but that's like, what I'm saying. So it's like money's yeah, not a thing. Yeah. It's more the heart value. Absolutely, it's not an easy. It's not an easy question. You got to. It's not an easy question. You got to really think about it. And and for me to be like, you know, taking taking an LFA, you know, a, a road trip across Japan, doing all the different tracks, hearing hearing that V10 scream, just 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 that noise. Or I can do it right now. You know, taking my my AW11 down a mountain pass. You know, it's yeah, yeah. It's just just hearing that that engine scream behind you and and feeling the front end get get you know get really loose because you know and just just turn in and oh it's it's great or, or, or it'd be the typhoon on, on, a, on a lovely um you know windy road that because that car is so planted it just just soaks up the bumps and powers out and 
it's perfection. Like when you when you have those moments in time, like all everything else doesn't doesn't matter. You know, yeah. everything else it just doesn't matter. Uh, George says NSX across Japan. Uh, yep, absolutely. Uh, dream on dreamer. Yep. <laughs> well, I think what do you it's think? Hard to choose just one. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why I had like four then. <laughs> so, you know, if, if you had, if you had to think of a few, what would you what would you think of? I know the first one that I'd love to do mm-hmm. is America. Don't care where in America, just anywhere. Old muscle car. I'm talking like sixties. Um, even like 73 charger, like that's one of my favorite chargers, like the shape, uh-huh. um, taking that anywhere in America, I reckon would be absolutely awesome. Um, if I was to go to Japan, I'd really want an A86. Just, I reckon that's just the ultimate car over there. Uh, it's made to drive like all the hills and stuff. Uh, one of the things that, funny enough, one of the things that we're actually talking about when we were looking to go to Japan, unfortunately we can't for a few years now, oh. is we were looking at driving cars on Mount Hakone, mm-hmm. which is one of the last tracks that uh, Takumi actually drives on. Um, a very technical track, but doing that in one of the higher cars, which was an A86. Like, that's just bucket list item right there. Like, to me, perfection in Japan. I've said to a lot of my friends, I'd, I'd love to, to get a supercharged AW11 and just drive across Japan. Like, I reckon that'd be, that'd be just, just hilarious. Um, and it'd be, that'd be, for me, perfection. Uh, Patrick, what would you do? What I do? You're going to probably find the location a bit strange, but it's ever since I went on that, that trip, the, the, the trip with you up to... Um, uh, what was it called again? The Valley. The Valley. Yeah. Um, if I had, like I said, if I had an S15 or an FDRX7, just driving with you know, close mates, you know, going through the winding roads through the forest, you know, lost, just hearing nothing but the car. I think that, like, people think when I say that, and people I always say that, and people say, oh, we want an S15, don't you want to go drifting? Me, honestly, I think drifting's overrated. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of it um yeah it's cool yeah but I, i'm more of, i'm more of a grip i love grip racing more now that's why i love the f1 and all that um but yeah that definitely like it where anywhere with like you no know, canyon runs or on the mountain on the toge with the lightweight you know good lightweight you know rear wheel drive sports car hence why i love the fd and the s15 so much um yeah definitely that that would be my dream that's when i'll feel pure ecstasy throughout my body I get that. I, I completely understand. For me, definitely a trip across Japan. Um, but probably in a more recent car, a 2020 Daihatsu Copen GR Sport. Hell yeah. Now, in one of those, Hell in yeah. the top down, fitting in with the locals because it's a small car. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I love the RX7s. Um, but just knowing there's just not many good examples left anymore. And I know it's worth talking about if it is sort of a bit of a bit of a dream. Um, across sort of um, Europe, um, Akuni Exeg, Agira R. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, or a GT2 RS. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, no, that's, that's sort of the dream drives. We could, well, we, could do a, we could do a whole topic on this, gentlemen. Sp- speaking yeah. about dream drives, if 
we open up again. And we're not. I'm hoping we're not in stage four lockdown. Uh, next month, I'll actually be away for a, about a week, so I won't be on the show. But um, we're taking like being in, my three mates. We're going up the Great Alpine Road. Mm, Something I never knew existed mm. until about a month ago, where we actually did some research into it. Three hundred k's that road is. And it's just twisties and <laughs> just awesome roads. So I am absolutely keen to take the M3 up there. Yeah, you'd have a good time with that. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Top down. I'm putting my <laughs> on it. I'm going to be on the side of the road within the first kilometer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Preempting. Hey, it's called being realistic. <laughs> no, nah, I'm bringing some parts up and we just... I can't wait. We're spending, I think it's five days all up. Mm. Um, but we're just going along the whole great Alpine road. And I'm just keen. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. I think we're out of time, guys. I think that's a podcast. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Riz, give your, um, your stuff a plug, my friend. Um, carloop.com.au guys if you're looking at buying a new or used car you want to know what others are paying check us out and give solgps.com a plug uh, solgps I guess the tracking fellas um, I sort of help them out every now and then I've got two of them solgps.com if you want to um, not well basically we've lost you there is <laughs> gone again yeah we lost him Riz, we've lost Last him one. and sort of know where it is when just started uh, there we go. He's back. Uh, if you want, oh, he's, he's gone. gone. He's if, you want, if you want to get twenty bucks off your your uh, your your purchase, it's talk twenty one in the coupon section, and you'll get twenty dollars off your solid GPS GPS tracker, which is really good, and I recommend getting one. Like and share our Facebook page, Car Talk T R Q E with Bunny J. If you miss any of the previous episodes, they're all up on Channel Engine, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting apps, so never forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Car Talk. We've also got merch. Please check out our merch. The link's on our Facebook page as well as the link is on our... Uh, if you've got, you got a Teespring store, just type in Car, uh, Car Talk Store and you will find all of our work. Please support the show that gives you all this free content. We have more video content coming. We're actually going to start filming very, very soon once we're out of lockdown. I've got a few parts for the MR2, which I, I mean, it's just little basic modifications and, and, and tweaks and stuff. So uh, we'll be, be filming that, we'll but we also... Also- We'll also be doing like just like some some just driving and talking. So and, we've and just like... got a bit of content that's going to be coming with the M3 as well. As I said, I do oh, yeah. have to get it ready for the trip. So I will be filming a lot of it, um, considering it will be mods, not Absolutely. just maintenance, <laughs> which is a start. <laughs> yeah, so, that's yeah. exactly it. <laughs> we'll uh, keep your eyes balls on this space and uh, on on our on our YouTube channel. So. We will be definitely hitting it up there. So just just stay stay with us. We are going to get there. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank yeah, you. It was a pleasure. And I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.